0: Welcome to Doctors of Tomorrow 56 podcast, a medical podcast for anyone ranging from middle school students to attending physicians, and for anyone interested in learning more about the medical field from all around the world. Welcome to this very exciting episode today. We have a pediatrician. So without further ado, we introduce Dr. Dr. Yaknick. Yep. <laughs> okay, okay. So, th- well, first of all, thank you for coming down and sitting down with me and taking okay. the time, basically especially now during the pandemic and everything so thank you very much
1: of course no problem so the
0: first question is what inspired you to pursue medicine
1: gosh um so i you know I, I think i was one of those people ever since i was little that like i i kind of always knew i wanted to go into medicine um it kind of goes back to i always felt like this was the best way to just help people and care for people and um I, you know we didn't have any doctors in the family but there was you know that was something that like i wanted to do like i want to be one of the first doctors in my family um so, yeah, that, that's kind of what got it all started.
0: Completely understand. So where did you go for undergrad and what was your major?
1: Yeah, so I grew up in Ohio. So my um, for undergrad, I went to Youngstown State University. Major. I actually had a double major. It was back then called a combined science uh, major in chemistry and biology.
0: Whoa, really? Yeah. <laughs> was it hard?
1: <laughs> yeah, like... absolutely it was. Um, <laughs> I did come in with a little bit of college credits from high school, um, but I went to school year-round. So I started the summer where um, as soon as i finished high school and then i continued for three years um, year round so i didn't even take summers off i continued taking summer classes because i just wanted to kind of hurry up and get my classes done um and you know move on to medical school because i knew that was my ultimate goal
0: (laughs) for sure so where did you go for medical school
1: so i went to ross university in the caribbean
0: so could you go into maybe how you prepared for medical school or perhaps something that really stood out to you while you were in medical school?
1: Before medical school? You get to college. Yeah. I think high school is really a very crucial time period. I think I tried to make sure that I exposed myself as much as I possibly could to different types of classes and what, you know, kind of depending on what your high school offers. But so back in the day, <laughs> my high school offered the international baccalaureate program and it was fairly new. I think now it's a lot more common and more people know about it. Um, but when it was, when i started it it was very very new pretty much in any of the high schools in my area my school was the only one that had it um and i kind of was much of an overachiever so i was like oh this is you know such a great program and so you know i would have been taking really hard classes and i felt like i would have come out kind of on top and so i i felt like i had to jump right in and do that um and so that was i think one of the bigger things that i'm I'm glad i did was doing this international Mm -hmm. baccalaureate program um in addition to that i did try to kind of just volunteer or meet with doctors that i knew um try to kind of shadow people like just again just kind of see what's out there because you really don't know until you are exposed to it and especially nowadays it's just medicine is becoming so much more advanced that there's so many super specialties. like i like to say it um so you don't really know what you like until you you check it out and i think that's important to, to check it out
0: yeah, completely understand. Yeah. So <laughs> so could you maybe go into how you prepared for the MCAT and everything? Oh my
1: gosh, um, just a <laughs> lot of reading, <laughs> a lot, a lot of reading, a lot of books, Um, I think just asking advice. I think that's probably one of the biggest advice is talk to kids, students ahead of you, one year ahead of you, two years ahead of you, even four years ahead of you to see Um, what things they did, what worked, what didn't work, what advice they have, because the best people to talk to are people that have just gone through it. So don't hesitate to ask for help. Don't hesitate to go talk to people. Um, Make sure that you, you know, talk to people in your specialty.
0: So could you maybe explain what made you decide to become a pediatrician?
1: So I think when I started medical school, I was one of those people that like loved everything. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I love surgery and I love OB and I love family medicine. And I, you know, so I just, I think I was just, you know, I I guess I, my husband likes to tell me that I, I'm just a big nerd. <laughs> so I just, I enjoyed just learning new things and I just thought it was so cool and so fascinating. And I never thought I would enjoy surgery, for example. But when I did it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Um, and so I think... Um, After I kind of tried out all the different subspecialties, I think I realized, like, what do I ultimately see myself doing for the rest of my life? And I think for me, that was hands down pediatrics because I'd worked with kids in the past. I, I that was kind of I felt like just my passion. And I knew that this is where I could really make a difference in kids' future, not just as a physician, but just as like a mentor, um, and I think as a pediatrician, you automatically have that role. You're not just their doctor; like they truly look up to you. And I've definitely experienced that along the way. Um, and so I take that I take that really seriously. And I think that's such a you know important role to have. And what better way to do it than through pediatrics through medicine?
0: Completely. That's mm-hmm. like right on the dot. What I would imagine everything. Yeah. yeah completely. So yeah. Well, so could you maybe go into how many years it takes to become a pediatrician?
1: So initially you start with undergrad, which, you know, traditionally yeah. three to four years, depending on what you do. And then med school typically is four years. I know there's a lot of different combined programs that offer you different things. Um, but if you were kind of going the traditional route, that's what you would do is four years of undergrad, four years of uh, medical school, um, a standard residency after you graduate medical school for pediatrics is three years. Um, and then you can obviously specialize could just like any other part of pediatrics medicine um, in general, medicine, sorry, you can, um, you know, specialize in, let's say, pediatric cardiology or pediatric gastroenterology or, you know, whatever.
0: Yeah. Okay. So could you explain some skills or traits that someone aspiring to become a pediatrician might need to develop or already have?
1: Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think to me, it's so much more about your personality versus traits. I mean, you know, you can learn medicine, you can memorize things in a book, you can be the smartest person in the room, because you take a test really well, and you have the highest scores. And, you know, you'll see a lot of that in, you know, college and even in medical school, where people are just super, super smart and can memorize information really well. But to me, I think that what I look at as a good pediatrician is just Your personality your connection your compassion like how are you you know interacting with these families because this isn't just about that young kid that you're seeing it's more about the family and who's there the mom dad is involved um a lot of people nowadays it's very you know unique family structure so sometimes aunt is taking care of the kids or sometimes you know there's just different people that are involved in the whole process of raising this child and I think you really have to be compassionate to all that and understand um before you just start giving people certain types of rules to follow or advice to follow or you know, you kinda have to read the room is kind of what I tell I work with a lot of medical students. So I tell them that often it's not always the same cut and dry advice that you can give everybody across the board. You sometimes have to see what works in certain cultures and certain family dynamics and um stuff like that. So I think you as a just as a person you have to realize that this is more than just being a smart doctor you know being a pediatrician takes a lot more than that
0: for sure that's solid advice Yeah. (laughs) and like you said before you you're also basically someone that the child looks up to so yeah completely Mm -hmm. personality does play a huge role into that Uh, and they
1: listen you know they know what things you might have said to them in the office and maybe you think like you said something in passing but you know i've had young kids who've Mention stuff to me later at a different meeting and I'm like oh my gosh wow like you know I'm so (laughs) humbled because I'm like oh my gosh you listened or you you know I might talk to them about make sure you brush your teeth or you know make sure you're eating more veggies (laughs) or you know just something that I think is a simple advice that I give people all day long but I have you know kids that sometimes will come back and say I remember when you told me this and look I'm doing it and they want you to be proud of them and to me like that's that goes beyond anything that I would have imagined. Like, I love when kids come back and are taking my advice because they look up to you. Like, the parents probably tell them to eat their vegetables, but when <laughs> I say it, it means something completely different, and I think that's amazing.
0: For sure. So, my next question was going to be, what's the most rewarding aspect of being a pediatrician? But yeah, I would say it. it's that, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think the connection, I think I'll go back to that, is like, just the the relationship you create with the kids, the parents, like I said, whoever else is involved in the family dynamic. Um, I have so many people that will say, oh, my kids talk about you at home all the time. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, they do like, you know, or they're playing pretend doctor at home yeah. and they're pretending to be Dr. Yajnik. And to me, that's like the ultimate compliment ever from, you know, <laughs> young kid. Um, so yeah, I think to me, it's, it's all about that connection. And I think that's really why I chose pediatrics and why I'm, I know for sure like this was the right career for me because this is what I wanted and this is exactly what I'm kind of living.
0: For sure. Well, I'm very happy for you. Sounds awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Could you now describe a case or a patient that you dealt with that left an impression on you?
1: Oh, my goodness. Um, (laughs) You know, I I can't think of a specific scenario, (laughs) but I, I think I've had a few cases where I think the number one thing that leaves an impression on me with these kids is just their resilience. Um, You know, I've seen kids that have come in so sick or so like, whatever it is, whatever the reason they came in for. um, But like, they just, they're just so strong. They're just so resilient. And I tell parents like, you know, our job is to give you the advice, but it's the kids, you know, the the kids are the ones that are going to be the ones bouncing back. And I love that. And um, again, another reason why I just, I love pediatrics because Um, you know, you're making a difference. Kids are walking out of there and doing better. And you're like, okay, wow, like I changed that kid, you know, and and certain situations where I've had, I've had to send a kid to a hospital, and I've been genuinely concerned about something, whether it was a high fever or uh, signs of dehydration or um, whatever it is. And I know I'm I'm confident that, you know, the pediatricians in the hospital too, are, are gonna take care of this child, and they're gonna walk back out of there. And then, you know, they come see me a few days later, and I'm just like, wow, you know what, like, you did awesome and i think that is probably the most most rewarding part of it too
0: for sure every doctor that i've talked to and including you say the basically the same thing that it is uh, a job that has a very deep like relationship with the patient and helping them and everything fixing them their health wise Mm -hmm. it's always very like inspirational basically especially for aspiring people that are trying to be doctors that it is a life-changing occupation you're is not just study and studying but you're also saving lives and making an an impact basically in the world so it's always very uh, interesting and heartwarming to hear that no
1: and i'm so glad to hear you say that because this isn't (laughs) just a job like yeah it's a nine to five like this is who we are as Mm -hmm. physicians like this is just ingrained in us this is a part of us so it's not that okay i'm a mom on the side and a doctor on the side like no i'm a physician mom like i say it together you know like this is who i am this is a part of me and even day-to-day things like if i'm out somewhere and a friend asks me advice like i'm honored to help somebody if i can you know it's not just oh well you're not my patient or oh i'm not seeing you in the office or oh it's not office hours i can't help you um and I think you have to be willing to do that. And I think that's a big commitment, too, that you have to be ready to do as an aspiring future physician. Um, you have to know, like, OK, you know what? This is my passion. This is what I want to commit my life to doing. And, and you know, in certain ways, you kind of still have to have that balance, but um, you have to enjoy it. I think that's probably the biggest message is is pick a path that you enjoy. Otherwise, you're not going to be happy.
0: For sure. Mm-hmm. So... Is there any, like, technological or uh, relating to it in pediatrics that you might say might change in maybe in the next 10 years or so?
1: Um, Like, technology-wise in medicine? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, relating and to I pediatrics.
1: This, I feel like this year there was mm-hmm. so much change that happened. For the good, I think, you know, I think everything kind of advanced and evolved the way that it had to and should. Um, For example, telemedicine. Yeah that's, I think a huge change that we've all experienced and we've embraced and I like it a lot. I I use it regularly. Um, I think it's another tool to just be available to families and again, be flexible because a lot of times, you know, the family can't come from work or whatever it is, the kids at school or the kids at grandma's house or whatever. And you can just jump on a video call and talk to them about something or find out what's going on and give them the right advice. Um, and not have, you know, for example, working parents, you know, as as a working mom, like I have a soft spot for working <laughs> yeah. moms who, you know, they might be a single mom or maybe, maybe, you know, both mom and dad are working and they can't go pick up the kid and bring them to your office. But it's something that they need to discuss with you. And I love that I can offer telemedicine for certain things like that. Um, I think there's just so much advances going on in general. So that that's kind of a hard question for me to <laughs> specifically answer but i think what's more relevant to me right now would be that like just having this capability of doing video calls
0: okay so are there any things you wish you knew before pursuing and becoming a pediatrician
1: um i think a lot of medicine is learning on the job i don't think it's that you know you're going to come out knowing everything and i think that kind of goes true for every career i don't think there's anything that i look back and think like oh i wish i knew this um I think you kind of make what you want out of it. Like you kind of can choose your path, right? Do you want to do outpatient pediatrics? Do you want to do inpatient? Do you want to, you know, work in an ER setting? Do you want to see newborn babies? Like, you know, you can kind of choose what kind of path you want, even within pediatrics. Um, And you kind of, you just evolve as lifetime goes on, you know, and again, this year is a great year to give as an example where (laughs) we all had to really adjust and evolve and say, okay, well, life is... You know changing before our eyes with this pandemic what can we do differently what can we do better how can we offer help and take care of situations that we didn't do in the past and i think you have to be willing to do that you have to be willing to evolve and be flexible
0: for sure so could you maybe explain some techniques or or anything that you use as a pediatrics in your daily life
1: um, so a lot of what I do is outpatient pediatrics. So I do a lot of well checks and sick checks. Um, you know, kids that have fever or cough or runny nose or have different types of skin problems, rashes. Um, some kids that need certain types of, you know, suture removals or, you know, things like that. Um, follow up visits, a lot of follow up visits from for asthma, for ADHD, a lot of behavioral visits. Definitely this year, it's been a lot of um, behavioral visits, whether it's kind of stress, anxiety, depression, young kids who parents are like, you know, my kid's just not acting right, or he's doing this and this and this. Like, what do you think? Should I be worried about something? Or So it's a lot of that. um, As far as like technique. It's, you know, it's a lot of just basic physical exam things that you would learn once you kind of get into medical school is how to, how to look at a kid. I think the biggest thing as being a pediatrician is again, you have to be very flexible because sometimes the kid is very sick and he's crying and he's laying on the floor and he doesn't want you to look in his mouth, but you kind of have to be creative and come up with ways that you can do it um, and still be friendly and not traumatize them i think that's sometimes a challenge where <laughs> you need to look into kids' ears or you need to you know check a certain part of their body then and, and they don't want you to look at and so um you know kind of getting down to their level and explaining to them why you have to do certain things or that you know not to um you know not to come across in a bad way and say hey you know what i'm here to help you i'm your friend and so they don't sometimes they kind of drop that guard that they have because they're nervous and they're scared and they're like, okay, what are you about to do to me? (laughs) Um, And I think trying to break that ice, I think that's probably part of the technique of being a pediatrician. (laughs) I think that's very important. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: So I know you're very busy. So the last question is, what advice would you give to someone aspiring to become a pediatrician?
1: Um. I think maybe some of. I think the most important thing that I would look back and think is, um, you know, choose the choose your career that you're going to be passionate about. I think again, just going back to what I said earlier, yeah. this is just you know, look at what your passion is because that's what you're going to ultimately look at ten years from now, twenty years from now, forty years from now. You're going to look back and say, okay, is this really what I wanted to do for my, the rest of my life? And and something you mentioned too is this is a part of who you are. So if you don't enjoy waking up and seeing children and, and talking to families and doing these little things, um, then don't go into something that you're not passionate about and, and feel like this is gonna be a part of you. So that's probably my number one advice. And I, again, I work with med students and, and when I get asked this question, this the first thing I say is, is pick a career that you absolutely love. And that was an advice, a piece of advice that an attending gave me and I, I still, I you know, to this day, think about it. I'm obviously passing it on to, you know, future doctors um, <laughs> and saying this is what ultimately matters because, yes, you're going to educate yourself. You're going to be super smart. You're going to have really good test scores. Everyone's going to have 4.0 GPAs. Like, but what sets you apart is your personality and your passion. And that shows you could know everything in every book and memorize everything. But if you're if you're not truly like a caring person, then. then then that really shows in what you do and, again, the relationships you build, especially in pediatrics, especially in primary care.
0: Yeah, completely. So thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me, especially during this very busy time. So thank you, Dr. Yachnik.
1: Of course. (laughs) Happy to help. Thank you for having me.
0: For sure. Thank you very much.
1: All right. Have a nice day.